Live from 1416 Locust in the heart of Western Gateway Park, downtown Des Moines, it's Heather and Wicket. Tell us something we don't know. Your fun facts and your trivia nugs. All of those little bits of information that you've stored in your brain you thought were useless. Today is the day. 515-244-1033. Also up on Facebook at Laser1033. Also, the justification for letting your kid stay home from school if they're sick because just turn the radio on and let them learn. Yeah, the ice is going to keep a lot of kids at home today, From I think. the elder millennials, Heather and Wicket. Uh, somebody posted this and I saved it. So we have a once-in-a-lifetime event that's about to happen with cicadas. Have you seen this? Yes. This is crazy. So this spring... <clears throat> there's it's going to be 200-some years before it happens again. This is uh, a pair of broods of cicadas. One that has a 13-year cycle and the other one lives on a 17-year cycle. They will emerge from the underground in a rare synchronized event. And the last time this happened was 1803. It's the year 2024. Billions of these things across, of course, the Midwest and the Southeast. Uh, they begin popping up in April for a raucous mating ritual that tends to inspire fascination and annoyance. This year's dual emergence is a once-in-a-lifetime event. And after today or this spring, when it happens, it will not happen again for 221 more years. <laughs> that is incredible that we are here for the double cicada emergence that is coming our way in a couple of months. You thought it was loud before, outdoors, at dusk. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm excited about it. Billions, with a B, billions of cicadas are about to pop out of the ground coming up in a couple of months. Right now, they're like, it's too cold. Mm -mm, forget this. We're not coming out in this. But not millions, but with a B, billions are about to pop out. I have, like, to me, that's fascinating. I'm not a bug guy. I'm not a science guy. I'm not very smart. But the fact that these two are finally coming out at the same time, I think that's pretty cool. 515-244-1033. Also up on Facebook at Laser1033. Tell us something we don't know. The Laser. 515-244-1033. Knowledge is power. So tell us something we don't know. Don't throw your knowledge of current events at me. Enlighten us at 515-244-1033. Heather and Wicked eagerly await your titillating tidbits. Brought to you by MacBros Mobile Detailing, Daily Drivers, Million Dollar Rides, detailed wherever you are, MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, who's this? David. David, where are you calling from? Amy Noah. This man is all about business. Tell us something we don't know, David. <laughs> Um, I heard that your cicada broads are only going to overlap in a small area of Illinois. So there are two broads that are going to be at the same time, but only small little area has both of them. My, okay, because I've got, quote, across the Midwest. I think I kind of want that, right? Like, I wouldn't want the cicada. Do I want billions of cicadas in my backyard? No. Oh, no. No, you would not be able to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just you wouldn't hear anything. I would just be crazy. That's why it's kind of misleading. Everybody thinks that two broads live in the same area, but mostly they don't. So you're going to get the normal amount almost everywhere. A narrow overlap in central Illinois. Let's find an yep. Airbnb and go there. <laughs> Yeah, no. <laughs> you ever been that to central happened. Illinois? You don't want to go to central Illinois. Most of Illinois sucks. Outside of Chicago, most of Illinois 
pretty much sucks. As a huge Blackhawks fan, I love Chicago. But other than that, right? Yeah, yeah, right. I love Chicago too. Yeah, Chicago's great. Central Illinois, Southern Illinois. Oh my God. Might as well be Central Kansas. My- <laughs> it's the middle of nowhere. There's nothing to do in no. Central Illinois. <laughs> right. But- hey, what? What? Here we go. She's going to tell a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> no cicada pun, no Central Illinois pun. I mean, if we went to an Airbnb in Southwest, where is it? Central Illinois. We went to an Airbnb in Central Illinois and tried to sleep, do you think that the cicadas would mess up our circadian rhythm? Probably, because you'd probably be in a corn crib, because there's nowhere else out there. Do you promise not to be Central Illinoising? Absolutely. Thank oh, you. Thank you. <laughs> These are terrible. I'm super fancy. I call it Illinois. Thank you for calling. Have a great day. <laughs> Later. Later. <laughs> You know why there's so many cicadas? Why are there so many cicadas, Heather? Because they thought it would be a good idea to practice the circadian rhythm method, but that doesn't work. <laughs> Next, with Heather and Wicket. All right, that's all I got. Sports, <laughs> basketball. What do you have, Wicket? Wicket. We're going to give some love to the seven NBA fans. Huge night for Joel Embiid on an incredible anniversary. Tell you about it in nine minutes. You know how the best way to meet a man is to hang out outside the men's restroom? I missed out on the cheesecake. Mornings on Laser 103.3. Brought to you by Mac Bros. Mobile Detailing, Dilly Drivers, Million Dollar Rides Detailed, wherever you are, MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, who's this? This is Melissa. Melissa, tell us something we don't know. Well, I've got some driving tips for you guys who drive at dark hours. If you flash your high beams at a red light when you're coming to it, it will help the light change sooner. This feels like something we shouldn't put on the air. No. We're flashing our high beams over and over. It'll get the light to turn fast. No, to get it to turn green. When your light is red, you flash the high beams a couple of times, and it helps the light start to change. Okay, so I was misunderstanding because I have a daily struggle. There's a traffic light right by my house, and I have to go back and forth like 10 times before it sees my car. Even the Ford, like the Mini nobody sees like i have to do that all the time but like with the it's so annoying in the snow to have to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth isn't it weight based isn't the intersection weight based i thought it was a a scanner on the no i think it's weight based i don't think they have sensors for that at least vision i don't know this is where we're gonna need some help well it's like i pull up and then i pull too far (laughs) yeah And then I have to pull back, and then I have to slowly creep up, and then it doesn't click over. And then I, because you are you going to flash your high beams now, now like Melissa? I'm going to try that. (laughs) I literally waste another tip for driving downtown. Eight minutes sometimes. Yes. Okay, for driving downtown to hit green lights, like you can do it all the way on Grand and up Sixth Avenue. If you go 26, 26 miles an hour, you hit all of them green. It's like 26 to 32. Yep, you know that trick. I do. (laughs) See, see, so I'm not lying about the other trick. I'm the daughter of a truck driver and 
cab driver, and now I'm a driver. So I trust Melissa. I mean, I I think, and that downtown trick, vital. But I'm downtown a lot, so you got to have that. You can't waste your time at the traffic lights. You want me to tell you how fast on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines you have to go? No. It doesn't matter because everyone's going 10 miles an hour under the speed limit anyway. So you just got to keep trying to zigzag your way through that group. 515-244-1033. Also up on Facebook at Laser1033. Wicked, I asked you a sports trivia question. I, I don't quite understand the question, but go ahead. What basketball player had the shortest career in the NBA? I don't know. 3.9 seconds on the LA Clippers was Jameson Curry. Jameson Curry. Jameson Curry. Had a four-second career. 3.9. What did he do? Why did it was only 3.9? Did he hurt himself immediately? You don't know. Okay, got it. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm reading his Wikipedia. It doesn't say why. I don't even know who that is, but that would tell you all you need to know about Jamison Curry, I guess. We were all about basketball this morning. I know. So it's like, what? I know. Does Wicket really know basketball? No. Do I really know if I don't know who Jamison Curry is in his 3.9 second career? No, you do. I must not. Now you do. There you go. (laughs) 515-244-1033. We see you on the phones. We'll be right with you. 515-244-1033. Brought to you by MacBros Mobile Detailing. Daily drivers, million-dollar rides detailed wherever you are. MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Kyle from Carlisle. Tell us something we don't know. So that thing with the flash and the brights. Uh, don't do that. Uh, if a cop comes by and sees you, you will be impersonating an emergency vehicle. That's a $565 ticket. Whoa! All right. Thank you, Colin. Oh, Colin, you rock, man. Thank you. Laser, who's this? Hey, it's Alex. So, I just heard someone call and say the flash or high beams at the red light. Yeah, it smells pretty fishy to me. Yes, I believe the same thing, and so I did a bunch of research. It's all on an infrared signal, so like emergency vehicles have an infrared light or whatever on their vehicle tuned to a certain frequency, and that's what causes. Oh, so we just need to get those infrared lights. All we need is an infrared light installed in your car, Heather. S&C Automotive. You should mute your computer. It's making all kinds of noises. Yeah, it's people telling us about the infrared lights at the same time. Literally, mute your GD computer, Heather. I I can't take it out of orange. I did. It's out. (laughs) So how do we get an infrared light? Let me go to Facebook Marketplace for you. (laughs) Thank you, Alex. You're welcome. Have a good day. Five one five two four four one zero three three. Tell us something we don't know. So the consensus is: don't flash your lights at the intersection, thinking you're going to change. The light from red to green. But That's the do, co- do what? inquire with SNC Automotive and see if there's an aftermarket infrared option. No. <laughs> that feels like a one-way ticket to a bigger ticket. That's what that feels like. Don't put an infrared light on your car, all right? Heather, Heather, don't put the infrared light on the Mini. Just sit there and wait for your car to... to Why do you make it your job to ruin all of my fun? (laughs) I don't want you going to jail! Okay. (laughs) Fun hater. (laughs) It's like all we talked about was walking fed stuff yesterday, and it's like jail is the next step. How? 
Um, Heather and Wicket in jail overnight? That would be the ultimate walking fed better challenge. Get, better get a million dollars for the food bank for that. So literally, Heather just <laughs> runs around trying to get arrested all night. Oh, my God. No, thank you. I'm not going to jail for, for walking fed. There's a there's a limit. Jail doesn't seem that bad. Oh, all right. Yes, it does. Drool dripping on my face. What are you, a drug dealer? Mornings on Laser 103.3. Brought to you by Mac Bros Mobile Detailing. Deadly drivers, million dollar rides detailed wherever you are. Mac Bros Mobile Detailing.com. Laser, who's this? This Shadow from Ames, Iowa. What's up, Shadow? Tell us something we don't know. You thought the lights were weight centered? No, it's a little magnet that's underneath the ground, and if they're covered with a bunch of stuff, it won't magnetize to your So car. it's a magnet. It will not change. So the snow can block. Yes. Okay. Everybody has a different idea on this, which is why it's such fun lore. What do you do, Shadow? Do you make those magnets, or do you install those in the ground? I I know somebody that works for the city of Ames, and they told me all about that. Okay. All right. Why? That's so weird, because I always thought it was weight-based. No. Nope, it's not weight-based. It's a magnet. Big magnet down there. Yep. I did not know that. The ones in the ground. They're like kind of... You see them kind of carved out, but then they're like... They they use like the concrete over or the asphalt over. You can kind of it looks like a seam kind of. I've never noticed that. Yeah, it's it it they're there and it's a shape. But I've seen it look like a triangle or a hexagon yes. or a square or something yep. like that. I thought that was the Illuminati. No, that is not the Illuminati. <laughs> that is a magnet that apparently triggers the light on and off when you're sitting there. And all if there's right. snow, that's why you're stuck there for uh, eight or ten minutes. Yeah, you get all that salt and sand underneath your vehicle. It will not magnetize to it. That's why you need to call Mac Bros Mobile Detailing. They'll clean your undercarriage. All roads lead back to one of our show sponsors today, apparently. <laughs> Shadow, you rock, man. Thanks. 515-244-1033. Also up on Facebook at Laser1033. Heather. I am Viagra. Wicked. We did talk about this. I, you, do you not pay attention to anything I read you from Facebook? <laughs> oh, no, I don't pay attention. Mornings on Laser103. Brought to you by Macros Mobile Detailing, Dilly Drivers, Million Dollar Rides, detailed wherever you are, MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, what's your name? Good morning, Wicked. It's Carissa. What's up, Carissa? Tell us something we don't know. Did you know that karaoke was invented in Kobe, Japan around 1971? I knew it was invented in Japan. It was the 70s? Yep. Man, I would have thought it was way earlier than that, but I guess we weren't ready to get up on stage and embarrass ourselves until the 1970s. Like, as a precursor to karaoke, there was, like, that sing-along show that was on NBC prior to that, but nothing where it was, like, the actual machines. Yeah, there was, like, singing along to, like, Sonny and Cher's Variety Hour. Yeah! (laughs) That was, like, the precursor. I love that. What was that show? I don't even know. I obviously wasn't around for that show, but Cher is such an icon. I've seen you know youtube clips of her when she was young it was this yeah. it was the sunny and share comedy hour yeah and ran for three years in the 70s yeah. <laughs> you're kidding well, well carissa thank you thanks carissa thanks guys 515-244-1033 also up on facebook at laser 1033 zach with a golden gate bridge fact what's that how much do you think the golden gate bridge weighs wicket I mean, I know it's I, rude to talk about weight. But. Uh, how much does a bridge weigh? Oh, my God. Like, I, I can't even... A million pounds. Almost a billion. A billion pounds. I know. All right. I know. It's a, I, That's about right. Like, it's like, how much is that building weigh over there? I have no idea how much a building or a bridge weighs. That's incredible. 
515-244-1033. Also up on Facebook at Laser1033. Tell us something we don't know. The Laser. 515-244-1033. Brought to you by Mac Bros. Mobile Detailing. Daily Drivers. Million Dollar Rides. Detailed wherever you are. MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Old guy Gary. What's up, brother? I'm in uh, Johnston today. Tell us something we don't know. Speaking of the Golden Gate Bridge, do you guys know the painting fact about the Golden Gate Bridge? No. Heather, do you know the painting fact about the Golden Gate Bridge? I don't think so. <laughs> it is such a large bridge that the painting crew takes a full year to paint it, and by the time they get done going from start to finish from one side to the other, they have to start again on the other side. So they basically I, have a 24 7 repeating painting job. I was hoping you were going to say it was kind of like the pyramids, where once you start painting, like you'll die before you've completed painting the Golden Gate Bridge. It's not that big. Well, I don't but, know. I don't know dude, how big wait, it is. But still, you, the fact that the same crew is just going to paint that bridge their entire lives, like your entire well, career is going to be spent on that bridge. That's kind of magical. That's the best office view that you can get. Right? That'd be pretty sick, huh? But yeah, it's because of all the salt just deteriorating the paint slowly, so they just have to constantly just keep painting it over and over and over. All right. Maybe this question has already been asked by the intelligence scientists that are in charge, but at what point do you stop painting and repainting the Golden Gate Bridge and just go with the aluminum siding of Golden Gate Bridges? Because it's like, you know, aluminum siding replaced the cedar shake, so it lasted longer. Like, at what point do you put something on the outside of it that's stronger and more durable than paint so you don't have to continuously be painting it not that i'm trying to outsource jobs for these people but it seems like a lot of extra work like we could save money if we just covered the golden gate bridge in aluminum aluminum siding siding, like on the side of our houses i i am guessing there is some there's a reason you can't do that because that bridge has been around for like a hundred years i am guessing there's a reason that we haven't done it but (laughs) <laughs> yes, in our lifetimes, they finally invented pourable paint cans. So it's like, we got to ask these questions or nothing changes. When did the Golden Gate Bridge go up? Do you have any, like... I don't know. I wouldn't know either. It was born in, uh, when did it go? Before the bridge was built. Pfft, I can't find out when it went up. But... It doesn't matter. You don't need to call us. It went that. up 1937. It got done. So it took them four years to build it. It takes them one year to paint it. If we put up some some aluminum siding along the bridge, then you would feel like we could save money on paying painters and buying paint. So in 12 years, we get the 100-year anniversary of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. That's kind of exciting. Yeah, excitement. Maybe they'll stop painting it every year. Maybe we'll put on some aluminum siding. I have a couple of sheets I can donate from my house. I got some, some siding. <laughs> Take care of about nine square feet of siding of the Golden Gate Bridge. Speaking of painting, <laughs> can we talk about your pork last night, Wicket? Oh, you painted the town pork last night. Yeah, over at the Iowa Event Center, the Iowa uh, Pork Producers Association, they had an event called Taste, and uh, I was invited to be a celebrity judge. I don't know, really know what that meant, but we got to try nine different chefs' uh, pork creations. They all had to take a pork tenderloin and do something different with it, and there were nine different dishes. And I could kind of figure out, we started on the spicier side, like one Mm. through four, not spicy, and then five through nine got progressively more spicy. And so you would, as someone who doesn't like spice, 
if you had a spicier pork product, you did not get as high of a grade from me as you may have from somebody else, like Tawny from uh, the other stations. Oh, was number there. six, the Mole Fusion. Yeah, you probably couldn't have even gotten that past your lips, Wicket. The one from El Fagon? Yeah. I, it was great. It was number five. It was my fifth favorite. Uh, but we that had, one had through to have five. been spicy for mm, you. It wasn't bad. But okay. se- seven, eight, and nine were the ones that started to get pretty, pretty like Cajun pork. Boneless pork with like ramen noodle salad. They had some mm-hmm. some heat in there. They actually had a homemade uh, drizzle of some kind of hot sauce you could put on it. And the guy's like, "Well, it probably sticks with you for about thirty seconds." I'm like, "That's thirty seconds too long. I'm just gonna keep moving on." But the winner, they had four different awards. The chef par excellence. The winner was uh, a guy by the name of Josh Wilkins from Iowa State. He kind of, it was like a like a chicken parmesan but with pork. Mm. So it was like pork brachiole. Is that how you say that? Brachiole, uh, rustic marinara, creamy parmesan, polenta, and a basil pistu. And pistu is pesto without the nuts. They took that out for it. And then the cool thing was uh, they paired everything either with a beer, a cider, or a wine. So you got to kind of pair things with a bunch of local Iowa breweries. Uh, wineries, distilleries, all that kind of stuff. So it was really a really cool event. Well, you know why I didn't go last night? Because I only have confluence in my hands. Sure. So sure. I wouldn't. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my favorite was uh, the chef's name was Jesus Ojeda. He had a Don Julio 1942 tequila infused cranberry stuffed pork loin roll. And where do you get that? Uh, it's at uh, Kiss Me's Catering in Johnston, Iowa. So right over there. You could probably get that bad boy oh. brought in real quick, right out of Johnston. Well, Gary's in Johnston right now. Come on, Gary. Where are you at? I mean, you drop us with the Golden Gate Bridge facts. Bring us some pork. And I wore a tie last night. Yeah, we had a lot of comments on your outfit on the Facebook page What are you night. talking about? Uh, what? People were referring to you as Mr. Rogers. I thought I looked good. They were like, get him out of that sweater. Oh. I'm glad you didn't see them. I did not see any of these comments. I wouldn't care anyway. You but, in your sweater. But still. Well, you know, Wicket was a celebrity judge. Right. I, was, I wasn't. There were actual, t- like, there were two tiers of judges. Okay. There were celebrity schlubs like me and Tawny and some of the other radio people in town or yeah. TV people in town. And then there were like the actual judges who oh. who knew what they who were doing. Were the actual judges. Uh, I'll have to get that information okay. in another I'm time. I'm curious. Yeah, there were actual judges, and then there were the celebrity, like the okay. celebrity media judges. Perfect. And, and I think our votes counted for like two percent, whereas the real judges actually picked the winners. Well, thank you for the updates and explaining to everyone why you were in that sweater last night. I look good. You didn't look bad. That's not you saying. You're a very good distraction from labor pain. Laser, who's this? Hey, this is Harold. What's up, Harold? Talking about WWE moving to... Netflix. Uh, Netflix. Okay, well, what about Peacock? Peacock's still going to have some of the, uh, like, WrestleMania or Royal Rumble. Peacock's still going to have some of those pay-per-view ones. I'm guessing for now, my guess is Netflix will just acquire those at some point, too. But according to the story, and I'll put it up on our Facebook page, you can read it if you want to, Peacock will still have those... Primetime events, those big dog events. WWE Raw is on every Monday night. Yeah. On Peacock. What we're actually saying is, I'm thinking Laser is going to have to start giving away memberships to these things. Yeah, we're going to the year-long net. Yes. People are going to be really mad, and all we do around here is try to make you guys happy. You're doing a very good job. We're trying, Harold. Sorry about Netflix and Raw. I know. (laughs) Well, thank you for calling. 
Laser, who's this? Trisha. Trisha, tell us something we don't know. Well, I'm trying to not solve the first World Friday problem with the red light thing that Heather's having an issue with, but there is a dead red law. What's that? Originally put in place for bicyclists. Basically, if a red light stays red for too long, you know, it doesn't trip the whatever magnet or sensor or anything, you can basically run the light. I love that. I'm just going to start running the light. (laughs) I think there's a... We're golden. I don't have to worry about it anymore. <laughs> Trisha, you are amazing. You just solved all my problems. <laughs> Might see if it's a thing in Iowa. I'm not sure if it's a okay. thing in Iowa. Thank you. And thank you for listening all morning with us. Of course. Have a good day. You too. If you weren't following along, we had a dilemma earlier because we're trying to figure out how the lights trip and we've had a dozen different answers. You can go back, listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. Everyone has a different idea. It's kind of like religion. I, and I think they're all kind of the same idea. Yeah, it's like, like religion. Magnet like, is induction loop in a way, but it has to do with electros- electricity. You know, yeah, it's it's out there. So I'm excited. New plan. New plan? Just run the lights? Do you have a better idea, Wicket? Don't. I'm a passenger princess. Like, I don't know where stuff is. I have been told I have a very punchable face a lot. Mornings on Laser 103.3. Brought to you by Mac Bros Mobile Detailing, Daily Drivers, Million Dollar Rides, detailed wherever you are, MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, who's this? Hey, this is, uh, I don't want to say my name or where I work just because I work for a traffic department. Okay. We're actually out plowing now, but those, those carvings in the concrete have induction loops in them that put off um, basically electricity, and when your car drives over them, it disrupts the field, hmm. and that's what triggers the lights to change. Uh, are the ones here in Des Moines different than the ones in Ames? No. Okay. No, they're all induction loops. So I actually work for the traffic department in okay. one of the suburbs here. Uh, I know the guys that do them all up in Ames. I've installed them. So, yeah, they're, they're called induction loops. So the real question, though, is what's the best way to hack it? How do we get the lights to change when we want them to change? Because <laughs> who point. really cares how it works? How do we get it to do what we want? You can't because back in the day you used to be able to kind of do some tricks with pulling forward and pulling backwards. But now everything runs through a computerized controller in these cabinets. Okay. So it's all up to the traffic engineer, and they put the timings in there. And everything is studied by engineering groups like Snyder Engineering and stuff like that. Interesting. They come out and they do traffic counts. Then there's studies done to see how long it takes at the speed limit to get from one light to another light. A big problem I see is when people are at stoplights, they look down at their phones. Oh, yeah. So then when the light turns green, they don't go right away. You messed up my timing. (laughs) They messed up your timing. The real question is, I think, the other, well, the other question how do we get people to learn how to zipper merge like that to me <laughs> if you could figure that out oh my god i think you have just figured out the uh, meaning of life and all things zipper merging works but people are so rude so, they don't want to do it so man wait, are you in charge of all of these lights because there is something wrong with the light by my house <laughs> like sometimes i'll be there for like 20 minutes so i do know the guys that do all the work down in des moines they're okay. they're a good group of guys but again it's all with traffic engineering Hmm. And, like, the ones downtown are almost all on timers. No, this, okay. Can you tell someone? 
<laughs> Can you tell someone that the traffic light by my house? Have your boys get over there and fix this right now. It's not an emergency. It's just like really annoying. Yeah. No, I, I get it. And then if, if there's video detection, the video cameras can only see as well as you and I can see. So when it's foggy, those the the ones with video detection, they go into an alarm state. Oh, so and that's so when then we it speed. reverts back to just timing. So, so if you have a mask on and it's foggy, you can run red lights. No. Oh. <laughs> I don't think that's what he no, said at all. Unfortunately not. You can run red lights all you want. I'm not giving you permission, but nobody's stopping you. Okay. I see it all the time. Brother, I appreciate so. hey, thank you for calling us, man. We appreciate it. You know, Wicket, speaking of masks, yeah. uh, your daughter is turning five today. Yes, my oldest, Britain, is five years old Happy today. Happy birthday, Britain. She's the one that started it all. Now, what are you doing for the birthday? Masks? Is there a clown? Do you have a face painter? Aerial artist? Do you have ponies coming in? What is the party? Is I, there a theme? I, I think we're going to the Imagination Station on Sunday. Okay. Yeah, I think we're doing something early on Should I bring Sunday. a plus one to this? I, I think this is going to be a, if you're not family or six and under. Right. I don't think you would have much fun, because like the three kids that are the, uh, the kids aged in the neighborhood. So I should bring the magician. The what? And <laughs> the acrobats. <laughs> I I don't and the ponies. I'll, let me check with Lee on that first. Food. Yeah, I'll. Uh, you need a goat wicket. It's so it's cold outside. We're not gonna have a petting That's petting zoo out in my backyard. That's why you have it. Uh, I was looking into cameos. Right. Did you know Blippy? Get Blippy wicket. You can get a like the cartoon Blippy to do a cameo for twenty five bucks. Done. Or you can do Mika, his best friend, the original Mika, not fake Mika, the original Mika. For $35. Good deal. Steal. <laughs> Cameo is apparently doing very poorly, and they're now going into Cameo Kids. You're... So, like, a lot of the kids, like Coco Melon and yeah. Bluey and stuff like that, you can get a digital message sent to your kid. I might do that, by the way. 25 bucks isn't bad. No, and... get it for her now, because then she'll have higher expectations. So later in life, what? she's going to be like, hey, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. can I get the Matt Rife cameo? That's like 1800 bucks right now. I would break the law just to let her frisk me. Do you want to date a chick with a kid? Mornings on Laser 103.3. Brought to you by Mac Bros Mobile Detailing. Deli drivers, million dollar rides detailed wherever you are. MacBrosMobileDetailing.com. Laser, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Kevin. Kevin, tell us something we don't know. In Saudi Arabia... And during the Ottoman Empire, it is grounds for divorce if you do not provide your wife with coffee. So nothing has changed. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually why I buy my wife Starbucks gift cards. Does that count? Yeah. I think bang counts. I think anything caffeinated counts. Way back then, they didn't have bang. No. You know, no. They didn't have a monster back then. I mean, so it had. it was only coffee. Kevin, thanks, man. Former rock girl Tawny is in studio. Tawny was a judge with me yesterday at the taste event for the Iowa Pork Producers Association. I can't believe you dragged her in here for this. Reacting to his quote unquote Mr. Rogers comments. Hey, Tawny, people didn't like the way I was dressed. Was he bangable or not bangable? That's a weird question to answer. How did I look? That's that's the only bangable. answer. Thank bangable. you. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You looked it was a totally different look. I don't believe you, though, because you posted on your own Facebook page about how you were intoxicated very quickly. That was not what it was. 
It wasn't intoxication. It was me learning that you shouldn't mix stouts and lagers and IPAs and ciders and, and red wine. wine and white wine because they paired everything. Right. Still, after all that, yeah, I'm sure Wicket in a sweater was super hot. Looking good. Oh, why aren't you married? Why don't you have more kids? I will definitely pick up a wiener whistle. Mornings on Laser 103.3.